give us the desires of our heart. Oh God, we cry, our Father. We lift it on high. We lift it on high. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Just like the one said, that so shall they fear God. We choose to fear you, Lord. We choose to fear you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for this moment. Thank you. We have come to seek you. Thank 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 you. So many various parts of the world. I can see um, my niece from Germany. Thank you so much, and and Kenya, and wherever you are, we thank God for you. Even before I start, I would like to read from the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter fifty-nine and verse nineteen, and it says, "So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and His glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood." the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And so I thank you for everyone who has logged in tonight. Welcome to this afternoon. Welcome to Living Effectively, for this is our victory, which has overcome the world, even our faith. First John 5 and 4. We meet every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And all of you are welcome. Thank you, even as we listen to the word of God. Pastor John, welcome. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Once again, I want to greet you all in the name that is above every other name, even the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want again to welcome each and every one of you. Thank you for taking your time just to be in our midst as we share the word of God today. One thing I can assure you, the word of God says it never come in void but has to accomplish that which God has purpose. God never gather his people in vain. So you can be assured today there's something that God wants you to catch it. And the moment you allow it to be deposited in your heart, it's like a seed. And I believe you are a good seed that you will allow that word to germinate within you and will agree with me fruits that will come out. The harvest will be more than the seed that you receive. Shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this moment even to hear your word. We open your heart, O oh God, to receive your word. Speak, your servants are listening. Use me as a vessel of honor even to minister to thy people in Jesus' precious name. And we all say, Amen. Now put up your belt, get ready, let's go to the word of God. Well, today we are going to talk about what are our redemption, uh, redemption benefits. To our children today, we're not going to have the introduction, but guess what? We still have, we, we, you are still included. We still have something that will build you up. So continue to receive the word of God. Amen.
So we want to talk about what are our redemption benefits. It's important in everything that you endeavor to know the benefits of it. When you know, for instance, when you go to school, you know you are going there to learn. The, the fact that you understand you are going to learn, that motivates you to know that once you go through the study, through this learning, you'll be able to be a better person, you'll be able to be smart, you will get a knowledge that you didn't have before. It is in the same thing as believers. It's important for us not just to know I am redeemed. I'm in Christ. He died for me. He saved me. That is not enough. There is a reason why he died. And it's always to understand, it's always better to understand the reason behind. Any brilliant student that understands the reason why he's studying or the reason why he, he or she is in that class will always succeed in whatever they do. It's, it is in the same thing that I want us to understand. Now that I'm redeemed, now that I'm saved, what are the benefits? Now, one of the things before we speak about uh, the benefits, you need, number one, to understand what you are redeemed from. Before you go to, you have to understand where you are coming from. So before we dive to the benefits of redemption, we need to understand what has this redemption does to us. What has it done personally to me as a redeemed of the Lord? When you understand that, guess what? Now you'll be open to allow those benefits to be manifested. You will pursue them with all your heart, your mind, and your soul so that you do not miss any good thing that God has for you. Amen. Number one. We have been redeemed from all iniquity, all sins. That is Psalms 130 and verse 8. Number two, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. That is Galatians 3 and 13. We have also been redeemed from the bondage of the law. Now the law has no power over you. Now you walk under grace. Amen. You have also been redeemed from the power of sin. That is Romans 6, chapter, uh, Romans chapter 6 and verse 18 and also verse 22. Sin has no long more dominion over your life. As a redeemed of the law, uh, of the Lord, as a child of God who has been forgiven, and washed by the precious blood of the Lamb, the sin has no power. The stigma of sin is broken. You can come forward. You can, the only thing you need to understand is to actualize, accept the work of God in your life and allow it to work. Remember, the word of God says in Ephesians 5, 26, it's like a soap. It washes us through inside out. As you read the word of God, it washes your conscience. It washes your past and it also reinforces the confidence for you to know 
that you are indeed a child of God. We are still on what you have been redeemed for, from. You have also been redeemed from the vain manner of life. That is 1 Peter 1, 18. You see, before you were redeemed, you were just living carelessly. You had no hope. We had no hope. We were just living for the sake of that, of living. The only thing that our eyes were focused is on the material thing. It was all that we can see. But the moment you are redeemed, now you no longer live a vain life. You have a hope. You can look to the future. You can project that, and you can say like Paul says, to live for me is gain. To live for me is gain, and to die is gain. I'm not living anything. I'm not losing. Whether I am in life physically or past, I still have hope because I will meet my savior. So for you to live is gain to the people to impact them. And also when you die, is still a profit. In other words, you don't just live in vain. So we have a projection. We have a future we can look forward and say, I know my Redeemer living, like John. And I am persuaded that after I have lived this earth, I shall meet him and him alone. You are assured where you are going. Not so many people, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen are sure where they will. That's why we ask them, what will you, do you know where you'll be after you die? They don't like that question because most of them, they're not assured of. But you, as a child of God, you are assured of. You know that you know you meet your Savior. Hallelujah. Again, you are redeemed from the bondage. Before, before we were redeemed, that is Exodus 6 and 6 and Deuteronomy 15 and 15. We were chained. We were under the bondage of Satan. We were under the chain. We could not set ourselves free. We were chained. But when Christ came, he redeemed us from that bondage. Now we are led by the Holy Spirit. No more evil. Evil has no power over us. The Holy Spirit, Galatians 5.22, he can begin to bear the fruits of love, the fruit of acceptance, long-suffering, patience, of, you know, living a holy life. Another thing, we have been redeemed from all evil. We have also been redeemed from all trouble, Psalms 25 and 22. We have also been redeemed from all distress. We have also been redeemed from all adversity. We have also been redeemed from deceit and violence. Hallelujah. We have also been redeemed from destruction. And we have also been redeemed from death. Hallelujah. We have also been redeemed from hell. We have also been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Now the enemy has no longer power over you. You have been redeemed. And lastly, we have been redeemed from our enemies. Micah 4 and 10, Psalms 136 and verse 22. Now that you understand what you have been redeemed from, now it's easy for you now to embrace and enjoy the benefits of redemption. Are you ready for it? 
There are so many that God has loaded us with these benefits. Number one, to read us the scripture will be uh, none other than Solomon. Please read for us Romans chapter 3 and verse 24. What, are, what is the first thing that God has done in our life? Please read. These are benefits. And are justified fully by freely by grace, his grace through the repetition and came by Christ Jesus. Amen. So the first thing that one of the benefits of redemption is, as Solomon has read in Romans chapter 3, verse 24, is it brings justification. Hallelujah. You have been justified. The good part with being justified is you have been justified by the king of kings. God the father himself, who being the supreme judge, he has justified you that you have no past record. Christ has redeemed you from every curse. Anything that you have been also redeemed from the curse of the enemy, the accuser of the brother, anything that he will try to bring it to you, one of the benefits of redemption is it brings justification to you. You are justified as a child of the Most High, as though you never sinned. Hallelujah. That's powerful. Agil, please read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. What is the second thing that God has done? Agil. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. Okay. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Amen. Thank you so much, Adia. Here we see another point, the benefit, hallelujah. What are the benefits of, of redemption? This is what we are talking about. Here we see now the second point that God has done through his redemption. What redemption has brought to us through the saving grace of Christ is it impacts the forgiveness of sin in us. It impacts on us the forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. And we all know very well it's sin that separates us from the love of God. And we know as God, as holy as he is, he cannot stand sin. And that is why sin has to be judged. So Christ died for us as the sin of the world. So when you receive his forgiveness, guess what? When God look at you, he look at you as someone who never sinned. He see the Christ in you the hope of glory. He sees the prize. You have been clothed up with the righteousness, the garment of righteousness. So when God look at you, he doesn't look, see you as you are. He sees his only begotten son, his garment of praise, of righteousness that is acceptable before him. Hallelujah. So the first benefit, ladies and gentlemen, of 
redemption is it brings justification to us. Number two, it impacts the forgiveness of sin. The third benefit, Kennedy, please read for us Galatians chapter four, verse four to five. Galatians four, four to five. Uh, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So another benefit we see of redemption is it purifies, it prepares for adoption as sons in the kingdom. In other words, we who are lost in sins, we were far away from God. So what redemption did, it brought us together that God can adapt us as his children. When you look at Christ, we are part of his family. It's like adopting someone and you bring him or her to your family. He becomes part of the family. He begins to enjoy the benefits that the members of the families are enjoying. And that is the same thing. We enjoy the same benefits. Jesus, before he left, he said, what? It is for your good that I live, because when I live, I will send you the Holy Spirit. Before redemption, the Holy Spirit was only on Christ. But the moment he, he was filled with all the totality of the Holy Spirit. Before Christ, every time God wanted to use people, the Holy Spirit would come upon them, use them, and goes back. But in this case, therefore, what Jesus did when he passed, he went to heaven. He released the Holy Ghost to every one of us. And you know, according to Romans 8.16, the Bible says, it is the Holy Spirit that bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, hallelujah. So, guess what? so ladies and gentlemen, you are able to enjoy the benefit of the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have his kingdom. Listen to what the Bible says. The kingdom of God, he was trying to define to us, and he says, the kingdom of God is what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the righteousness of God in you. You have the joy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they are all total package that are found in Christ. So you can share with Christ. You have everything that Christ has. You have been given by reason of being adopted. Thank God for redemption. So redemption has a great benefit, ladies and gentlemen. The moment you know from today, I want you to walk with your shoulder high. Square your shoulder. Walk as a child of the most high. Let people know who you are. When they ask you, ask them, do you know whose son I am? Whose daughter I am? Let the devil.
the blessings of God that make it rich and added no sorrow continually flows in your life. The second, uh, another benefit that we'll experience, I want Graylon, please read for us 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. 1 Peter, First okay. Peter chapter 2 verse 19, it says, For this is commendable, if because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. Amen. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 or 19? 9. Nine. Hmm? 19. Read 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. Verse 9. Yes. But, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A whole a holy nation, his own special people, that you claim the praises the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. But you are <laughs> a chosen generation. Hallelujah to Jesus. You are a peculiar people. I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, understand the benefit of redemption. When you understand that you are a peculiar person, a royal generation, you don't fight to fit in. Don't try to fit in. Stand out because you are special. You have been washed by the precious blood of the Lamb. People should look at you and say, yes, you are different. And you say, for sure, yes, you are right. I am different. I'm a special breed. Hallelujah. And you have no apology to make. You need to let them know who you are. You need to have that confidence. I'm a royal priesthood, a peculiar person who God has himself, not anybody else, selected for that good work that God has for you. When God redeemed you, there is a certain job that you want you and you alone, whether you are six or 96, God wants you alone to do it. But you have to understand. You have to that come to that memory where you begin to understand, ask questions, what are the benefits? of this so-called redemption. When you understand that and you begin to allow those benefits to be manifested in your life, there is no devil born, created, or will appear, will stop you from reaching your goal because God has a plan for you. Another benefit of redemption that we have, Carlton, please read for us, First Corinthians, Chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, please. Uh, it says, do, not, do you not know that your bodies are temples of Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So we understand from the previous one that one of the benefits of 
Redemption is, it purifies a people for God's possession, zealous of good works. Now, what Carlton has read leads us to another benefit, which is, it makes us God's property, not our own. I want you to understand, you belong to someone else. You belong to God himself. He translated you and me from the kingdom of darkness to his kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light. So you need to walk in light. Actually, the Bible says you are like a light on top of a hill that cannot be hidden. Let your light so shine that when people look at you, they will glorify the Father. Hallelujah. Larry, please read us another benefit from Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. Okay. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and you and have redeemed us to by your blood out of every tribe and tongue, the people and nation. Amen. Thank you so much, Larry. Here, the scripture that just Laurie read introduced us to another benefit of redemption, which is it enables us to find the new song, the song of redemption. It gives each and every one of us a new song, hallelujah, that you can sing with boldness, that that song can emerge out of your spirit as you sing to God, thanking him for redeeming you and I. Hallelujah. Calvin, read for us Isaiah 43 and word. For what? Calvin, read Isaiah 43 and verse 1. Isaiah 43 and verse 1. Isaiah 43 Amen. That scripture talks about the one of the very many benefits of redemption. In this instance, we see it delivers you from fear. God comes and says, I have redeemed you. You are mine. You do not need to fear. So to everyone that is bound by fear, I declare to you, be free in the name that is above every other name. The name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you have been set free. You do not need to fear. You do not need to 
to fear. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You do not need to fear anymore. You have been redeemed. You have the stamp of the Holy Ghost in you. God has called you his very own. You belong to Christ. So you can kick that fear and tell him from today, this is the last day you will fear me. This is the last time you will come aboard. You cast it away. Hallelujah to Jesus. You have been redeemed. Hallelujah. You belong to God. You are special before God the Father. Hallelujah. Do not lose. That is your right. Listen to me. The enemy wants you to fear so that he can rob you. And when you fear, guess what? You become open for the enemy to steal your good. Someone said, if the devil cannot steal your joy, he cannot steal your goods. He cannot steal your benefits. You were redeemed. You have been delivered from fear. So fear not. Today is the last day you tell that fear. I am not fearing you. Fear not. If anything, that fear will begin to fear you. Hallelujah. Amen. And lastly, but not the last, uh, last point, to close to us one of the benefits is Marianne. Please read for us. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 8 and 10. Let's see here what God is saying. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of the holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclear, the unclean will not journey on to it, on it. Wicked fools will not go about it, on it. No lion will be there, nor any reverence beast. They will not be found there, but but the only redeemed will walk there, and those, and those, the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing and everlasting joy, with crown their heads, crowns with on their heads, glad, gladness and joy will overtake them, and sore and I will flee away. Amen. Thank you so much, Marianne. Here. We are introduced to so many nuggets. The Bible says we have been delivered or redeemed, or one of the benefits of redemption is it brings joy and a holy walk, even as it will bring the same even to Israel. Here we see the Bible introduced to us that in this walk is only for the redeemed. This is not for everyone. The Bible talks about it. He says very well, it will bring joy and a holy walk, even as it brings the same to the Israelites. So what am I trying to say? You are being redeemed from every fear, hallelujah to Jesus, and these benefits are operating in you if you allow them. Now that you know them, hallelujah to Jesus, you need to understand one of the benefits. It brings justification, as we have read. It imparts the second benefit. 
It impacts the forgiveness of sin, hallelujah, to Jesus. It prepares for adoption or some blessing, hallelujah, to Jesus. It purifies a people for God's possession, zealous of good works. It makes God's property not our own. In other words, it makes you, you are no longer of your own. It enables us to find a new song and the song of redemption. It delivers you too. And lastly, it brings joy and holy walk. Hallelujah to Jesus. So ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand that because of redemption, this is a precious to us. Hallelujah to Jesus. It is plenteous and eternal. Hallelujah. May we be found realizing to the limit of the Lord, both to us through his sinless death and substitute. When redemption is rightly understood, this is what it covers. Three things. It covers the past, the present, and the prospective, which is the future. The first aspect rests movably about the finished work of Christ. It already take, took care of your past. The second form part of our daily experience under the patient leading and testing of the Holy Ghost. Your past has already been redeemed. Now you need to walk in the present with the help of the Holy Ghost. And lastly, I love this. The third one, look forward to all Christ's promise at his return. So we can say three things. Hence, in one respect, we are redeemed. In another one, we can say we are being redeemed. And lastly, we wait for the final redemption when we join together with Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I have good news to you. There is benefit in being saved. So if this is your first time you are listening and you have never made that uh, commitment to be part of the redeemed, God is giving you that option. You can pray with me. Father, I realize that you have redeemed me from sin, from bondage, that sin has no longer power over me. I receive your redemption power. Wash me, cleanse me, and cause me, Father, to be a child in your kingdom. I now receive Jesus as my personal savior. Because of that, Lord, I claim the benefits of redemption. I claim justification in my life. I claim the impact of forgiveness of sin. I claim my father to be purified as a people of God's possession, zealous of good work. Thank you for delivering from every fear and even as it brings joy and a holy walk as I walk with Christ under the command of the Holy Spirit. I pray that I shall glorify you with my life in Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you have prayed that, I want you to know you have been redeemed and God loves you. And remember, even if you are the only person in the whole world, Christ would still have died for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Shalom, peace, and life to you all. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen. 
over to the program. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor John. What a word. A word of redemption indeed. Um, we Before we move to the next uh, session, uh, we would like to thank God for Brian. And if there's anyone in our ministry who needs um, a prayer, who has a prayer request, please just raise your hand. I can see your hand then. We can pray with you. But at the moment, we want to just thank God for Brian, who is leaving for boot camp tomorrow. Brian has been very, very, uh, he has been such a blessing to living effectively and to anybody else. And so we would like to send him with a lot of blessings in Jesus' name. So Pastor John, please, or Pastor Dennis, uh, go ahead and, you know, and take care of that. And if there's anyone who has a prayer again, please raise your hand so that we can pray with you. Amen. All right, Pastor Dennis, pray, please. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. We want to glorify and magnify your name, even as we commit mm -hmm. our brother Brian, Washur, unto Abraham's, even as he's going to join the Navy. I pray that you may protect him, cover him with the blood of Jesus, and be together with him, lead him. May your Holy Spirit always speak to him that this is the way walk ye in it and that he will incline his ears to your word. We commit him right now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit unto Abraham's my father that you may take control over his life and lead him the way you want him, you want him to be. Father, we thank you for the, for the effort that he has been putting even in living effectively in serving you. I pray that you may bless him for indeed you are a qualifier of a true blessing in the name of Jesus. And anybody else who is trusting you for a blessing, my Father, any need that they have in their hearts, I pray that you may meet it right now. In Jesus' Thank precious name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank Amen. 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 I'm going to go ahead and give like two minutes for anybody who wants to say something or I see Brian, he wants to say something to us. If you want to say something to get ready, just raise your hand. And then I'll give you one minute just to say hi or to give us a testimony or a word of encouragement. Welcome, Brian. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Um, I am leaving tomorrow, and I just want to say thank you guys for everything that you do. Thank you for having me in your lives. And um, it's been a pleasure serving Living Effectively and also the church. And I will always keep in touch, and um, we'll see each other soon. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brian. We love you, Brian. Thank you so much. 